you know how to floss? <laughs> you don't? Oh, yes, she you knows. Do too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody. You just missed a fantastic Kelsey flossing. I didn't know if that was actually flossing. People laugh at me when I dance. Oh, that's that's right. She danced so cute. There's something kind of uncomfortable about the floss to me. I, don't know. It, it, I can't do it. My son can nail it. He has tried to teach me. I can't do it. I didn't know you had children. <gasps> oh, my God. We've never talked about no, you we having haven't. children. It's probably why I'm so interested in helping young professionals. I have a 23-year-old daughter and a 21-year-old son. Oh so my they are knee-deep in your shit. Wow. I know. I'm the ultimate den mother, aren't you I? Are. She's got one of them. You should bring oh them gosh. in sometime. Yeah, let's meet them sometime. Oh, I would love to. My son said he wants to be on my podcast if I'm bossy skirt. He's passive slacks. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So chill. Yeah. But he can floss like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I do or, or not. That's I, that's, that was my dance. <laughs> well, that is funny. I need to record that before I go. <laughs> post that on some social media. <gasps> Made me jump. Oh, no. Sorry. So anyway, if we sound all happy and excited, it's because Bossy Skirt is sitting here with three new bosses. Oh, well, let's just say we're speaking that into existence. We are speaking. We are going <laughs> to make it concrete. Maybe four universe. new bosses because Angel's on the other side of the glass. Yeah, we, we wanted to introduce Angel <laughs> to our audience because he's the guy that makes all the magic happen. So we made him put on a mic. Hi, Angel. How you doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Good. Do you have people you have to manage? Um... No, not really, not here. <laughs> they manage me pretty much. <laughs> Kelsey manages all of us. Yeah, Cassie's the house manager. Uh, I believe that. Uh, I don't manage everyone. Hey, if you're a natural leader, if you're an eagle, <laughs> own it. I just want to make sure everything's getting done and that everybody's doing their part. and We're a little cohesive machine. Okay, so get me up to speed. So you're going to have some new staff. Interns. Joining yes. the station. Mm -hmm. Yes. And they will be under your direction. Is that correct? One under Kelsey, and it's her buddy. So, my friend from high school, yeah. I pulled in as an intern. He's going to be working under me. He used to teach me. Now I'm going to be teaching him. Pretty ah, excited. The teacher becomes the Have student. you ever had to supervise a friend before? Yes. And how did that go? Well, the job was not professional whatsoever, so it was fine. But I, I think I'll handle it very well. He's super calm, quiet, collected. He's not like me at all. So we're opposites. So I'll be like, blah, 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 and he'll be sitting there like, you're crazy, but I'm learning. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. He's very excited about the opportunity here. He went to school different place than where I went to. Like, we went to the same high school, and then he went to Eastern University. I went to Spex Howard, but he studied a lot of the same stuff that I did, so he's got a different learning perspective on what he's been taught. I kind of want to see how he goes about the way that he does things, and I want to show him the way I do things, teach him what I can about our company here, and see what happens. I think he's going to be a very, very valuable asset to us after he gets trained. That'll be cool, because Eastern's got a decent broadcast. He's program, really smart. So. He studied film. First of all, how old are you? 24? Yes. Can I tell you how much I love you? You just said, I can't wait to see how he does things. Yeah. Great leaders absolutely understand that you don't always know everything. Oh, no, Tony's that taught each me things. new person Alana's taught me things. that you start to supervise mm -hmm. often has things to teach you. A lot of people don't realize that, girl. Oh, no, I'm so excited to see what kind of... I mean... 
like I said, we went to school together. We were in AP classes. I had no idea what was going on, and he would help me. So I know he's smart. So if he has learned different things or has a different way of doing something, absolutely I want to know how. What if my way doesn't work or it becomes not as uh, important, I guess, or the way I'm doing things isn't uh, not fast. Yes, 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 yes. And then his way might be better. And then I can speed myself up, potentially, learning this other way of doing things. Which is exactly how you should always approach every new employee. Because we're all people. Mm-hmm. We have wonderful things we can learn and teach from each other. That's why diversity is so important. You shouldn't do diversity because there should be some quota system. Companies should embrace diversity because it's literally good having thing. different perspectives on life different creates... Views. Better work, better outcomes. Exactly. We can't all be the same or life would be really boring. Yeah. In fact, that's a bumper sticker I read once that I love. Nothing is, or the most boring conversation is when everybody agrees. (laughs) So true. Okay, so so the the biggest piece of advice I'll give you about supervising a friend, um, once you get past the honeymoon phase and everybody is loving working with everybody, there will be times when conflict happens. It's natural. Um, when it comes to supervising people who are also friends, you know the moment he starts working for you, you are employer-employee first. The friend thing is absolutely second. And a good way to keep that in mind, my little, my little bossyism, is sometimes to gain respect, you have to lose affection. So you as the boss have to be prepared that if that day comes... I don't think he'll give me too many problems, but I'd probably and we're have gonna keep somebody else crossed. give him the bad news. Really? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe my higher up. Then you would be shirking your responsibility as his direct supervisor. Oh, well, I don't know if that's my title. <laughs> we're just getting interns. Yeah. This is assumptions. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm trying to prepare you. I will be if, nice to my friend, and I will be firm about the work that needs to be done with the company. Beautiful. And if I were your boss, and I knew that somebody new was coming on, and I was asking you to supervise them, you would be making me very happy as your boss if you're handling all of that by yourself. Oh, I guess that's what I could do. So, so remember, less is remember, more as far as, like, her being the go-between. Well, do you remember the lesson you never delegate up? Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what you would be doing. Yeah. There's, oh. a, there's now a, a coaching session that has to happen. So, boss, will you do that for me? No. Delegating up is never allowed. That's your job. That's what you get paid to do. That's why the intern reports to you and not to your boss. So he's going to be helping me. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're going to be. I thought we were just training people. I mean, I didn't really know. I mean, well, kind of said he'd be sticking by my side. I'd be showing him what I need done and what needs to be learned. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's probably the day to day tactical stuff of yeah. how it's going to look and like. I yeah. think we're going to spend enough time together to the point where I might want to punch him in the face. Let's let's hope not. Yeah. <laughs> let's hope that no matter how much time you spend together, you never want to punch him in the face. Uh, it's and kind it's, of a joke. <laughs> no, I know. I know. I know. Uh, you know, but I always got to be bossy skirt. I, I, I got to give you the blueprint. You you're give about, us you're, good advice. You're about to be a supervisor. I want to help you be successful. It's kind of exciting when you put it that way. Because the next time a big promotion comes along and you have demonstrated the fact that you can effectively supervise an employee, teach. I'm noticing that. Mm-hmm. So I got to make him look good. Absolutely. Oh, that's Great. a good thing. That's, that's a, a cool. Good way of saying yeah, it, yeah, I like that. Teach him everything you can. Yeah, because he'll be a reflection, a reflection of you. you. Mm-hmm. Gotta make sure when he it's looks all good said too, and done. To make sure you look. Good. I yeah. told him that too. I was like, "Don't come in here and make our city look like crap, boy." Yeah. <laughs> our city. I know. We're from we the same town, <laughs> Trenton, Michigan. Okay, Alana. Represent. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not from there. <laughs> you downriver folk. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> well. I'm a good face for the community. Sorry. You should you see are. what else comes you out are. of there. 
<laughs> Lord. Oh, I'm going to rein us back in. Uh, Alana, are you uh, are you getting um, yeah, a new direct actually, report? Yeah, uh, I sat in and like co-interviewed some uh, potential interns today. So that was... That was fun. Um, <laughs> it will help lighten my load, so to speak, because um, there's more like producer stuff that's on the horizon for me. So it'll like let me kind of delegate those more like um, remedial tasks. Free you up. Yeah, free me up to be able to focus on you know contacting people and um, researching like. Uh, locations and yeah. stuff like that Doing so so yeah so they will you know ideally help me create content for the social medias and the blogs that's um that we post on the website okay so you're gonna have like a social media coordinator reporting to you well i, I think i'd rather them be like contributors okay. than than coordinators because i feel like that's me right like that's me the coordinator I think that uh, it's it's common in marketing vernacular to use the word coordinator for the entry level person who maintains oh. the social media. Account. Well, that's what so, I'm so you're, doing. Well, right, <laughs> you're going to be the approver. Yes, and they're going to exactly. be managing them based on your feedback and guidance. Does that make her like an admin, kind of like an assistant almost? Yeah, actually, no. So, so assistant or admin implies um, what we used to call secretaries. Okay. So yeah. schedules your meetings, plans oh, your travel, yeah. does your expense reports. That's we don't not, need that. This is a social media coordinator position. So um, uh, you have been involved in the interviews, which is wonderful. Mm -hmm. So you get to actually be in the position to help pick who that person yeah. will be. Mm -hmm. Did you have a favorite? Well, two people interviewed today. Um, I, can, I don't want to say Wait, <laughs> too I'm, much, just in case. Oh, uh, this won't publish for two months. But no, I <laughs> do you hear think you. you had a? Uh, do you think you had a preference uh, or a feel? I think that they that they both bring different things to the table. I think one is more mm -hmm. for the social media needs, and one would be more for the promotional aspect, okay. which um, we have a promotions coordinator who's the one that brought me in in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, and he needs more people to be, like, street team. Promotion. So you're splitting gotcha. the interns. So, yeah, I think that, you know, we'll be able to utilize their skills um, accordingly. Yeah. And that happens a lot, right? You won't always have one individual have all the skills that you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, we're not all like, Kelsey. Oh, if you, yeah, if you were all. <laughs> <laughs> if I could put you all into one person, you'd be my ideal candidate. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. So have you ever managed anybody before? Yeah, yeah, when we I worked in a restaurant. Okay, so you manage like servers or bus yep, people? All, or, yep, yep, all the you go front of house staff. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, talk to me about some of your most important lessons that you learned when you were uh, your first in your well, first leadership role. Well, that that particular, and I've talked about it before on a previous um, episode. That was me moving up from server bartender to manager and then assistant general manager. So I did make my way up, but it wasn't like um, me like applying for positions that were open. It was just like my boss was like, yeah, just kept giving you more. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. you're going to do this now. Mm -hmm. You okay with that? I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, and then for like actual um, like documentation purposes, I did have to technically apply and write like a, a cover letter for the assistant general manager position. Cause it didn't exist before me. Um, there were, you know, certain hoops I had to jump through. But uh, I, I ultimately got the job. But I'm saying that to say managing friends, you know, when I, when I moved from being friends with, you know, the servers and bartenders and everybody to 
being their superior. It, it, it's just it's an adjustment. It's I hard. feel like you're forever so humble though. Like I'm I'm proud to know you. So as somebody who would be your friend, if you got put in charge of me, I wouldn't be upset about that. She knows what she's doing. But you're you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not everybody handles the oh. transition from my buddy to my boss yeah. as well. And unfortunately, your position is dictated by their reactions. Yeah, not but yours. I mean, who wouldn't? Yeah, it think wasn't. That you it wasn't that. like a real. There was, as far as I understood, there wasn't really anybody that held me. Like they were mad. They yeah, and yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's good. You don't no. deserve that. And if well, they did, they did it privately, and I didn't know about it. Well, and it's a little bit easier in the service industry because a lot of times people don't want to move up because the money isn't as good. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Hello, so, biggest mistake of my life. So, <laughs> <laughs> Just in kidding. the business world, money and promotion almost always go together. Yeah. So it can be a little bit. It can be a little yeah. bit dicey. It's so hard you're doing to like justify. harder and more work for, for less, less money. Mm. When you look at it. Don't remind me. Yeah, don't remind me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, you're you're learning, again, you're learning a new skill set and, or or just basically really honing in on a skill set of, you know, management and interpersonal skills. Things you learn while you're serving and bartending, but you just have to make the choice. Do I want to be in charge of everybody else and do paperwork and you know, be here at, you know, midnight when everything closes down. And you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's uh, all of it's a trade-off. Well, it's interesting. So I I think it's, I love talking about this because what your ideas are before you become the boss versus the realities of the boss are are oftentimes really different. Mm -hmm. So the first thing is what you just said. You're not the boss to tell somebody what to do. You're the boss to help your other employees do a better job. That's your primary role mm-hmm. whenever you enter supervision. You're there to help everybody else. Yeah, to help the the actual, you know. The work uh, from, done the, from the ground up. Yes. Yeah. Everything yes. smooth. Yes. Yes. Smooth. Yes. So a lot of times people get nervous because um, when promotions that involve managing people become available, a lot of times you'll see in the job posting that experience is required. People are like, well, how am I ever going to make it to manager if you always need experience, right? So everybody needs to understand lots of people get promoted into management positions without any experience. That's how we all become managers. Mm -hmm. So don't ever let that stop you from going for something. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other part of that is when you have no experience and people are like, I don't, I don't know if I know how to manage people. I don't know if I'm going to screw up or what do I do? My advice is always really simple. Be the boss you always wish you had. Mm-hmm. We all can think about who our favorite bosses were, yeah. why they were our favorites, how they treated us, how they communicated with us, how they got shit done. Yeah. So we all have models in our head. That's that's where you start. Yeah. Or examples of what you don't want to be. Absolutely. <laughs> Probably more likely. <laughs> I don't I don't necessarily feel like a manager sometimes. I feel like a babysitter watching over a bunch of 16 and 17 year olds at the fish store. But that's like true. sometimes but, that's some, what management yeah. looks like. I noticed that to get them to not hate you, you just have to work alongside them. <laughs> that is that's exactly <laughs> if you just, true. If you just work with them. They don't they, they don't care. Yeah, they like just want to see you do the same work. Hands off approach has always been like ideal, but like if if I see somebody that's higher up than me doing the same thing as, you know, busting a table with me when I was working in the restaurant industry. My, you know, there's a certain manager I can think, you know, that would help you. That would help me bust my table. Other than, you know, or rather than, I should say, watching me and saying, make sure you, you know, don't forget to wipe it down. Or, you know, something (laughs) like micromanaging from a distance. Like, and I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm that kind of 
manager or su- supervisor or whatever where I'm I am hands on, but you have to know when to step back as yeah. well. Like don't take over your employees' work mm-hmm. and then have them sit in there. Yeah, because like, oh, they'll cool. take advantage of you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but if they need help, mm-hmm. yeah. like being in the trenches, way. like yeah, it was kind of. I respect a boss who can step in and get their hands dirty doing the same thing I can, but I don't feel like they should have to if yeah. it's not their position. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, once in a while, my supervisor will come back here and ask me if there's anything I'm confused about, ask me if there's anything I need help with, ask if there's anything he can get for me. And that means so much. Like, I am doing this work for the company, and you make it a point to come check on me. Shout out to Andy Bishop. Shout out to Andy. He is Shout yeah. out to Andy. He's a fantastic <laughs> he supervisor. Awesome supervisor. He's a fantastic boss. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be working for anybody else right yeah. now. So you guys are hitting on a really important distinction. So sometimes, um, yes, it's fantastic if the boss can jump in and help out because things are crazy, mm-hmm. right? Jump Even in when with he's the trenches, busy. Mm-hmm. Roll up the sleeves. Okay. But that's different from having your boss do your job. And it's very easy for a subordinate to come to you when they don't know what to do you're going to really be experiencing this with social media Mm. um if i don't understand how something works it's sometimes easier and quicker for you to just do it for them so one of my most favorite sayings (laughs) is catch me a fish feed me today teach me to fish feed me for life Mm -hmm. So one of the best things you can do when you're a new boss is pass on as many of your skills as possible to the people who report to you Mm -hmm. so that you are making them more valuable. It takes more time and effort on the front end, but it pays so many dividends. And it's like building a stronger foundation for like a whole. Mm -hmm. If, if If the bottom line of your company is so strong with knowledge and experience from, like, their boss that's been there, mm-hmm. it's only going to get better from then up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're going to teach how they were taught, you know. So the, the people that come in under people. them. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. from, from there up, everybody's trying to learn more mm-hmm. and do what they can to improve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those things are oftentimes the easiest things. Like, I'll go back to the service industry because that's a great example of how it can be so easy mm-hmm. because – you know, the job that needs to be done is pretty well defined, right? Mm-hmm. We need to get those tables sat, great service, turn them quickly, great food. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's what you're managing. You're managing the transaction. Yeah. Um, in the work world um, or in the business world, it's not as black and white what it is exactly you're managing. Yeah. So you're managing somebody's time. You're managing the quality of their work. You're managing their contribution. You're keeping them focused on what the key objectives are for the company. In this case, it's revenue. So all of the things that you can be doing to drive revenue, mm-hmm. how the website is set up to yeah. support that. I mean, there are so many things that get a little bit more um, nuanced mm. uh, that can sometimes make it um, confusing on what you should be focusing on when you're teaching um you know, a new employee. So, you know, I love to say you're always going to categorize or you're always going to prioritize your time by revenue. So always keep that in mind when you're managing your new staff, the things that you're teaching them, make sure that those add direct value to the operation. That's really the most valuable way to become a boss. <laughs> then there's the whole communication style, which is what we talk an awful lot about. But But great bosses usually have warm, approachable, helpful communication styles. And you can take all that good stuff that we talked about and wrap it in somebody who's a total asshole, and it's all lost. 
Mm. Or you have an asshole that has no good qualities and then you're just blind. <laughs> what <laughs> are we doing next? Well, that's just, that, that's a... That's, that's a, a that's a terrible boss from soup to nuts. I would say you What can do you have, do if you're in that situation? You leave. <laughs> here, here are the hard so I, I, but I'm going to go back to the the two contradictory so one is I'm a really really friendly boss mm-hmm. but I don't get shit done or I'm a very effective boss but I do it like a jerk. Um those ones are the ones we're going to learn the most from and they might not enjoy it while you're doing it but then you realize afterward, wow, I'm Smarter than I used to be. I learned so many great skills. It was painful and it was hard. And I wish it came in a different package. But I learned a lot. And so Mm -hmm. it was valuable. And that boss was good. My most worst interpersonal skills boss ever. I love to say that man taught me how to make money. Knowing how to make money for your company is a very tough skill. And it was later in my career when I worked for somebody who actually taught me how to make money. He was a dick. But that was an important skill that I learned. The more dangerous boss quite frankly, is the boss who's very friendly and warm mm. and nice and who you love being around, but who's a terrible boss. Yeah. You don't learn anything. Your skills don't develop. People are lazy. They let comfortable. stuff fall through the cracks, mm-hmm. so the operation is poorly run. Yeah. So you're learning bad skills, not good skills. Uh, and those bosses are oftentimes more common because people think a good boss is a nice boss, and that's not true. I think I've had really good and really horrible bosses, and some of the worst bosses were the rude ones that didn't do anything for or around the company they just yelled and they probably just became the boss because, because somebody else laughed yeah didn't exactly deal with it they just anymore. moved up they the got ranks. bumped up yeah and then they treated everybody didn't like really shit. want to do it but it you know it makes more money or you know whatever they That's were next in line to leave jobs before where the good boss had the good employees as soon as they left everybody else left the whole company turned into a shit show mm. well unfortunately um we, and we talked about this before. Likeable people are the ones who get promoted. So oh, she was not likable. Well, I, I don't know was, how so, she got promoted. So I was going back to the the boss who can't. I mean, if, if everything turned into a shit show, she's evil. So person, she's still there. They're still running horribly. <laughs> <laughs> so she's got to be doing something right. Delegating all of, of her day. responsibilities to everybody oh, under so her. Oh, so she doesn't have to do anything. <clears throat> right? No, she's horrible. She's yeah, awful. Yeah. What about delegation? I know we talked about that. Or were you going to finish saying something? Okay. No, no, no. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you off. We're just too can full you, of energy. I'm like, sorry. Yeah, we are. No, no you just, you have to, you had to get some stuff off your Passionate. chest with that yeah. past boss. When so is it? I'm going to let you go. So oh, as, as, you know, people that will have interns under us, what, at what point is delegating, you know, us um, dumping all of our responsibilities. Don't dump it all. <laughs> That's actually a great question. I was thinking about it when you were describing how you're going to be using your new staff member. So when I think about the best way to leverage talent, the more unique your skill set is, the more time I want to make sure you have to use those skills, especially if they drive revenue for the company. So you, as a producer, those are incredibly valuable skills. I'm not going to find those off the street. And a great producer puts on a great show, which leads to revenue. So I want you to have as much time as possible available to spend on that, Mm -hmm. which means figuring out what to write on Twitter right now (laughs) may or may not. Sometimes that will drive revenue, but it may or may not have a direct correlation to the company's success. So. My yardstick is always what can pretty much, I don't want to say anybody do, but the the skills that are easiest to hand off, Mm -hmm. 
That's what gets delegated first. And then double check it to make sure it's okay. Always, yeah. because How? at the end of the day, you're ultimately responsible. Okay. Uh, but you want to make sure you always have as much time as possible to do the skills that nobody else has. So that's how you're going to delegate. Okay. So so now that we brought up the topic of double checking, does that err on the side of micromanaging or like Oh god no. You're okay. ultimately responsible. Check it right in front yeah, of them. Yeah, it's still tell our name on right the, whatever at the end of the day, right? So for me, if this was my company mm-hmm. and you were in charge of social media, everything that goes out is your, your responsibility. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm going to assume that you've double, triple checked it, that the strategy that you uh, laid out is being followed and that everything I'm reading represents Alana's work. Just How you get check. that done? Don't care. Don't care. That's where you That's where you delegate. You use your resources. But, but ultimately, it's your responsibility. So, yeah, you have to figure out what your oversight system is. Mm-hmm. That is not micromanagement. That is leadership. Okay. But, like, wh- at what point can you start trusting... Or you just don't. <laughs> oh, no, there are, no, that's so great. That's such a great question. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm such wanna... a good CEO someday. I don't want to delegate work to somebody that I don't know. Well, I wouldn't do it if I knew they couldn't handle it, but I would want to give somebody work that I thought they could handle and then say, yeah, I got it, and then not have it. Yeah. Okay. How so, do you know when you yeah, can? You, you can't think like that because that's a micromanager waiting to be born. What's that? Somebody who insists on doing everything for their team. You're going to have people who you don't trust. Ah, Kelsey got called out. (laughs) She got so guilty. She was like, oh, crap. That's what I do. (laughs) That's what it's called. I do everything. (laughs) I love it, though. Back to you. You want to catch everybody a fish and feed everybody one day at a time, or do you want to teach them to fish? I just want to make sure I don't forget how to fish. Oh, honey, you're never going to forget how to fish. That's not. You want to make as many fishermen as possible. That's so somebody else job. could show me if I forgot something. Once a fisherman, always a fisherman. I don't know. I don't think I could ride a bike if I tried right now. <laughs> they say you always can. Yeah. <laughs> Just throw that out there. That was a really great topic, and, and I know that means we don't have uh, enough time to completely delve into it. But um, Please answer the question, though, because we, we're on the edge of our seats. Yeah, we don't know what to do. <laughs> Remind me what the question was again. <laughs> when do you know that you can trust oh, somebody oh, oh, to actually oh, oh. Do, the know, do the task without having to double and triple check everything? So I'm going to give you a specific answer because you're about to enter into these waters. And yeah. that is... Like tomorrow. Yeah. So here are the four channels that you're managing. Send me what all of your posts are going to be, mm-hmm. right? The first set of posts, you're going to heavily edit. You're going to correct. Your red pencil is going to be out. Show them. Don't just send it back edited. Use that tracking tool so that they can see the changes that you've made so mm-hmm. that they understand what your criteria is. If they're good, they're going to adjust very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. The very next set of posts that you see are going to be better. And the ones after that are going to be better. And pretty soon, you're not going to be making any changes at all because they figured it out. That's how it'll work if they're a good employee. Mm. If they're not a good employee, you're going to be making the same corrections over and over and over and over and over again. And after two or three months, you're going to say to yourself, I don't think this person's going to get it. But by the time you're not making any changes whatsoever, and back to Kelsey's question, you'll know when you trust somebody. I, I used to have this phrase that would say, if I could leave tomorrow and the place runs without me, then I know I've done my job well. That's always where you want to get to. And you'll know as they start to, to perform, and you don't need to intervene or make any corrections. And cool. eventually, trust will come. Kelsey, trust will come. Ah, I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> I have trust issues. We're just going to leave it at that. Well, 
maybe we'll talk about trust next time because yeah. it's a really important part of being a leader. It is. And uh, you're going to be it's a leader someday. important part of being a team. If you guys out there have questions for Bossy Skirt. Email her. Yeah, email. What's your email again? Well, uh, you can you can go to bossyskirt.com and submit any uh, advice issues that you have. And I'm also on uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter. Jenny will help Facebook. you out if yeah. we don't answer whatever Anything it is you're wondering. <laughs> We're here yeah, for We'll you. shout you out on the air. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. <laughs> Can't wait to see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Work Hacks with Bossy Skirt. Adios. Amigos. Thanks, Angel. Ha, <laughs>